Have you checked out my membership yet? It's called Strong with Estelle. Strong with Estelle is a year-long fitness membership that can also be done month to month. It's different from any other membership out there because I'm not just handing you workouts. I'm also educating you. Education is the foundation of all my programs, so naturally, it has to be the foundation of my membership. Education is what enabled me to get to where I am today, fitness-wise. If I hadn't educated myself, I would still be stuck doing HIIT workouts, blindly supplementing, starving myself, relying on workouts I saved from trainers on Instagram, and wondering why in the world I wasn't getting stronger or how in the world I could maintain this pace for my whole life. All your workouts are mapped out for a full year. You have access to a growing series of 30 plus educational video lessons on topics from how to get stronger, determining your perfect form, recovery, nutrition, training on vacation, getting on track and staying on track, rep ranges, energy systems, and more. You'll get all of that and be a part of a community of women you can relate to and who can relate back to you. You do not need to be alone in this process because what you want is normal and totally attainable. And you'll feel that and know that when you have community support from these women and of course myself too. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more and enroll. You're listening to Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I'm your host, Estelle, and I'm super happy that you're tuning in today. I'm a certified personal trainer and life coach whose life within the health and fitness world has been pretty all over the place. So no matter where you are within your fitness journey, I can probably relate to it on some level. I know that fitness is for you and that you have a valued place in this world. I've had my fair share of ups and downs, insecurities, and honestly feeling like an outcast from exercise and fitness. Little did I know that I'd actually become a leader within this space and help women from all walks of life gain confidence, find freedom and understanding, and feel at home within the fitness world. In this podcast, my goal is to help you fall in love with exercise, become amazed by yourself, create healthy lifestyle changes, and break down that confusing gym and lifting stuff so that you can feel welcome and at home within the fitness world. Everyone is welcome here. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are going to be talking about how you can stop starting over with your fitness routine, with your workouts, with your, you know, all this stuff you have going on in your health and fitness life. How can you finally stop starting over and make lasting changes? And honestly, the most simple answer to this is to develop habits. And to understand this, we really need to see and talk about how do habits even work? And the most important thing that I think a lot of people fail to realize is that all habits have a reason and fill a need, whether it's a good habit or a bad habit. If it becomes a habit, it's because it's filling a need in your life. Even bad habits fill a void. So it's not so simple to just stop something. You have to identify what void is this habit filling and how can I fill it with something else? Or how can I eliminate that need for myself? Or if you want to create a habit, you just can't 
make something up out of thin air and do it just because it sounds nice. It actually needs to serve a vital purpose in your life in order for it to become a habit. And it's true that we can do things for a short period of time while relying on willpower, because yes, that is a real thing, but we don't have endless amounts of willpower. So for us to just carry on doing something with our willpower and it doesn't really fill a purpose in our life, we're not going to stick to it. Our willpower is going to run out and we're not going to be able to do it anymore. So I want to talk to you guys about the habit cycle. So there are four different steps within this habit cycle and they are cue, craving, response, and reward. Now I'm going to tell you a little, a little bit about each of these. So the cue, this is kind of like a trigger that tells you it's time to do something, or it makes you want to do that thing. So depending on the habit, this could be lots of different things. It could be a time of day. It could be a smell. It could be a sound. It could be something you hear. It could be a person. It could be something that you see. Maybe I already said that. <laughs> it could be a song. It could be a color. It could honestly, honestly be anything, any kind of trigger that makes you feel a certain way or want to do something is a cue. That's what the cue is. So the cue makes you want something, which leads to the cue, the craving. That's the second step cue craving. So it makes you want that thing. So for example, you smell cookies in the oven. The smell of the cookie would be the cue, but what does it do? It makes you want to, it makes you crave the cookie, right? You're like, oh, now I want a cookie, right? And what would the response be? The response is the habit or the action. So what's your response to wanting the cookie? It's eating the cookie, <laughs> right? So this could be applied to anything else. So the cue is the trigger. The craving is that you desire it. You want to do that. The response is following through with that action, with that habit. And the reward is that it would satisfy that craving. So you ate the cookie and you're like, wow, that cookie was so good. Now I don't want the cookie anymore because I had one, right? Or maybe you want another one, but at some point you're going to reach your cookie limit, <laughs> And you're not going to want any more cookies, right? So that's how this, this same process is applied to any single habit. But today we're going to talk about it in terms of exercise. So how can you stop starting over with your exercise routine using this habit cycle? Cue, craving, response, reward. So let's talk about the cue. There could honestly be lots of different cues and different cues are going to work for different people. So I have a list. I just wrote out a list, super duper short time. It took me to write this down, but there's quite a few here. And I have found that oftentimes when working with people who, um, they're, they struggle to stick to something. They need more cues. They can't just have one cue, like a reminder on their phone. Yes. The reminder tells them it's time to work out, but they need more than that. Right. So you need lots of cues, like, um, laying your clothes out the night before having your shoes by the door, having a dedicated workout space, blocking it off in your calendar, treating it like an important appointment, having the reminder on your phone, 
having an accountability partner, someone not just like, Hey, I'm going to text you when I did my workout today, but someone who's like going to do it with you, you know? So it's like, Oh, well they're doing it. I told them I'm going to do it. So I should do it too. Um, it could be like, maybe you go to a gym, but every time you pass your gym, it's like, maybe it's out, out of the way from work, or you don't have what you need to do your workout, or you don't have your gym clothes you know, maybe have a gym that's on your way home or when you pass it, you have your gym bag with you. Those things can be very, very beneficial to being a cue. They are alerting you. Now it's time to do something, right? Okay. So those are some examples of cues that you can have. Then comes the craving. So the clothes are laid out, shoes are by the door. You have that space. It's nice and easy to work out there. You have someone you're going to zoom with and you're going to do the workout together. That's a lot of cues, right? You're making it as easy as possible for yourself. Now the craving. Now, not everyone craves exercise, but I think in general, most people like it. Most people like exercising. And if you don't, it's probably because you haven't done the right form for yourself or you, I don't mean form as in like having the right form. I mean, actually form of exercise because <laughs> sometimes people might think, oh, I hate exercise, but they're imagining running. Well, then don't run, you know, or they're imagining, um, some crazy weightlifting routine. Like, well, don't do that crazy weightlifting routine, you know? So make it something that you want to do. It could be dancing. It could be following along with a Pilates video. It could be a super simple at home resistance, um, resistance training routine. It could be just a workout with resistance bands, whatever you want it to be, make it something that you actually look forward to make it 20 minutes, make it an hour. What is it about exercise in the past or the concept that you have of exercise that makes it unappealing? Because I guarantee you, it doesn't have to be that way. It can be any way that you want it to be. So make it that way. <laughs> Invite a friend to do it with you. If that's your thing, sometimes people prefer to work out alone. Sometimes they like to have a friend and that makes them excited. It makes them want to do it. It makes them crave doing that thing. So have a friend, if that's what you want to do, have a good playlist, ready to go, have comfortable clothes, clothes that you feel confident in, make sure you have a nice environment. So it's like, Oh, it's not, it's stuffy or hot or cold or you know, anything that makes it uncomfortable, make sure that it's suitable for exercise. Don't schedule your workout at a time of day, you know, you're going to be super tired, like 8 PM. We don't want to do that. Not only is that horrible for your sleep quality, we're ready to wind down right then. Right. So we don't want to be doing our workout so late, make sure that it's at a time when, you know, you'll have energy. So you don't have to do 100% of those things. But think about the things that would be best for you, the things that are going to make you want to do the workout. They're going to make you want to exercise. Maybe it's working out outside. Maybe it's working out indoors. Maybe it's going to a gym. Maybe it's having no one at home when you work out. I don't know what it is, but you need to figure out a way to make yourself want to do that thing. And whatever it is, I guarantee you, you can find a way to make it happen. It's just a matter of trial and error. Now the response that comes after the craving, so we have cue craving response. That's super simple. There's not a lot of explanation to happen here, but it's just doing the thing. It's the habit. It is the 
action. It's whatever it is you perform that. Okay. That's your response. Simple, simple. Next is the reward. And this doesn't necessarily mean a literal reward, but it's basically some sort of signal that happens in your brain that like satisfies that craving. Like, oh yes, that was just what I wanted. Right. Because if you crave something, that craving has to be satisfied. Right. Or you're just going to keep doing it until the, the reward is, has happened, you know? Like you're eating the cookies, but if you just keep smelling them and you don't have any like satiety cues, you're just going to like keep wanting them and keep eating them. (laughs) But no, that doesn't happen. You have something in your brain and it's like, okay, I'm satisfied now. I don't want another cookie. Right. So that's essentially the reward. (laughs) So it doesn't have to be a little reward. It's just some, it's just the feeling we get when we're done. If, um, you know, if that's been satisfied, but sometimes when people are new to exercise, they might need a literal reward in the beginning. So it doesn't have to be a big thing. Um, Some things I've recommended before, because it can be difficult to give yourself a reward, like every single workout. So what I've recommended to some people in the past is to like put little check marks on their calendar or even use stars. Like you're in kindergarten again, like little star stickers, or you could have like buttons or coins that you put into a jar. And once it reaches like a certain amount of checks or stars or buttons or whatever it is, you know, you'd say you did it for the whole month. You worked out each day you planned for the whole month or for the whole week, whatever you decide you want that to be, whatever that limit is for yourself, then you get such and such reward. Like maybe it's a bubble bath at home or you get a massage at the spa or you go get yourself a new pair of jeans or a dress or whatever you want it to be. You can make that the reward. So this, this cycle cue craving response and reward If this process is not working for you, it means that you're just not doing it right. It's never this process's fault. You need to get very, very clear on which piece of this process is insufficient for you. So if you have no cue, there's going to be no habit. If you have no craving, no habit, obviously no, the response is the habit. And if you're, the craving is never fulfilled and you don't get what you want from performing that thing, then you're not going to crave it right? So you need to look at this cycle and be like, okay, why isn't this working? What do I need to work on? And even after you've developed this for yourself. So let's say you sit down and you're like, okay, I have my cues. I have my craving and I know what my reward is going to be. Right. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I want you to look at those times that it doesn't and ask yourself why. You need to get abundantly clear on why, because if you don't, you're not going to know how to adjust it. You could try all the things in the world and maybe by some sort of chance it'll work, but this takes reflection. It requires inner work to be able to identify where you need to work on this, because I guarantee that this method works if you are clear on every single step and how it applies to you personally. It's not going to be the same for any one person. Now I do have a program that I'm not going to talk too much about in this episode. It's called habit transformation. And basically within this program, I guide you through the process of creating habits in all different areas of life that relate back to your health. So with your, even your morning and nighttime routine, how you manage stress, we talk about nutrition, eating habits, um, exercise routine, and all of that, just how you can develop solid behavior changes. Because when you have this foundation, 
you are more likely to be stable moving forward with your fitness goals because you have that solid foundation. Now, when you don't create habits in other areas of your life first, it's kind of like trying to build a castle on sand and you might be like, wow, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym so many days a week and I'm going to reach such and such a goal. And I'm going to do this cleanse and da, 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 not saying you need to do those things at all. Um, just examples. Those are just examples of things that people often try to do, you know? I tried to do those things too. (laughs) And it might look really attractive and pretty and you see other people doing it and you do have willpower and you can stick to it for a certain amount of time, but sooner or later, you won't be able to, and it's all going to come crumbling down and that castle is not going to be there because you didn't address the root. It's like you built the castle on sand. So if you don't create a solid foundation, that castle's not going to stand there any longer. And that's what habits do for you. And that's what this program takes you through. It takes you through this process so that you can make lasting, healthy changes. You're giving that castle that you dream of a solid foundation. So it doesn't have to come crumbling down over and over again. You keep putting in the work, putting in the work and it falls, falls, falls. So I'm going to link that in the show notes along with a health foundations toolbox, which I have referenced in lots of other episodes, but I just think it's really applicable here um, because it takes you through those same areas I was mentioning within the program. Now, of course, this program, it's 12 weeks long. It's very in-depth, which this toolbox that I'm linking um, workbook, it's a little bit it's obviously much more simple, but it's just going to give you a little bit of a head start. You can kind of start uh, looking at those different areas of your life and which ones you want to work on and how you can start working on that as well with the habit development. So just to recap, this habit cycle is Q. It's a trigger, the craving, you have to want it. The response, that's the habit, that's the action. And the reward is that it satisfies the craving. When you have these things down, you will be sure to create lasting, healthy changes with ease. I'm so glad you were able to catch this episode of Fitness Beyond Aesthetics. I hope that it helped bring more clarity to your life within the health and fitness world, and that in turn empowers you to keep moving forward. I don't believe we will ever have the answers to everything, but we can continue to learn and keep an open mind. If there's a topic you'd like to learn more about, please email me using the link in the show notes. If you'd like to explore different ways to work together, check out my website at estellecfitness.com. That's Estelle, my name, the letter C for my middle name, and the word fitness.com. If you want to get to know me better, I highly suggest following me on Instagram at Estelle C Fitness. I'd love it if you sent me a DM to connect, or if you just want to stalk me on there, that's fine too. Until next time, friend, have a lovely day.